This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, Ansible Fest is around the corner. Find out how NetApp is delivering on ways to help you save time deploying storage. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipok. Zipok. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm in the studio here and I have a couple of folks on the phone to talk to us about Ansible and how it ties into NetApp. Uh, so without further ado, uh, David Blackwell, what do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you on social media? Hello, I'm David Blackwell. Uh, I'm a technical marketing engineer for configuration management here at NetApp and I'm the development manager for the Ansible modules. Um, I'm one of those oddballs that doesn't use a lot of social media, but I am on LinkedIn. David Blackwell works at NetApp, if you really want to reach out to me that way. It, it almost sounded like you said tentacle marketing engineer, which would be awesome. <laughs> yes, I am I'm, I'm responsible for all of our technical stuff and all of our calamari that we distribute. So, yeah. You're Cthulhu, so um, congrats. Thank you. Uh, also on the phone with us today, Lawrence Bunka. So, Lawrence, what do you do here at NetApp, and how do we reach you on social media or email, however you want to reach? So, uh, I'm a product manager here at NetApp, and I focus on the activity that NetApp works on in the DevOps and more and uh, specific to this program, the automation space. I'm also of the uh, same school from David, and I don't uh, use social media, but I am accessible on LinkedIn uh, and via NetApp email. All right, excellent. We'll add those email addresses to the show notes so people can reach you. So, um, I think I think the best way that people can reach me if they are, are wanting to reach out is via the uh, the pub Slack. Oh channel. yeah, the pub Slack channel. So yeah, if if you want to be a member of the pub Slack channel, you can go to netapp.io and sign up to be a part of that. And I am D Black W E on the pub Slack channel. Lawrence, are you on the Slack channel? Uh, yes, I am as well. There you I'm go, Bunka. There we go. So forget emails, Slack, next gen email. <laughs> anyway, so um, we're going to talk today about Ansible uh, and how it ties into NetApp. But first, we want to just do a high level of what Ansible is. So David or Lawrence, who wants to tackle that one? I'll handle this one. So Ansible is a configuration management uh, utility. It's um, written and uh, maintained primarily by Red Hat. Um, it's in the same field of configuration management utilities as Puppet or, or Chef. Um, a couple of the big differences, though, Ansible doesn't require any um, agents to be installed on any of the systems it manages. Um, so a single system can run by itself. Uh, I actually run it out of a container. Um, it's a procedural uh, configuration management versus declarative. Uh, that means instead of a a playbook saying this is how everything needs to look when you're done. It says these are the steps you need to do and how each individual step needs to be done. Um, the, the one drawback to that is, is you have to be aware of order of operations. You can't uh, call on something before it's been created, for example, but it does give you a more um, rigorous control if you want that for the things you want to con connect to. Uh, it's Python-based. So if you ever want to write your own modules or look at how it's done, you only need to be able to know Python uh, versus Ruby or Golang for some of the others. 
Um, and uh, it's free. You can you can get support for it uh, through Red Hat, uh, but just the default uh, command line uh, is free. And there's even a community version of Tower, which is the graphical uh, environment that also has scheduling. So that that's a high level overview uh, of Ansible. Okay, cool. So a lot to do with containerization and you know more modern uh, ideas of how to do automation and such. So that's good to hear. So oh yeah, you can you can control um, your individual servers, your network, uh, and they, it does have plugins for the the cloud hyperscalers, AWS, Azure, and Kubernetes, OpenShift, or even Docker. That you can control and configure pretty much your entire environment from one utility. So, Lawrence, how does Ansible tie into to NetApp? Like, what sort of things can we do with it with our products? So, what we've done over the last few months is develop a, a new and an updated set of modules that allow Ansible to be used to uh, address most of the day zero, day one, and uh, recently with our most uh, uh, our latest updates. Uh, a lot more of the day two functionality that customers uh, demand on a day-to-day -day basis to be able to configure, provision, allocate, change, update, and manage uh, uh, NetApp uh, storage, uh, specifically on tap and uh, systems based on Element software. Okay, and so you know, what sort of importance is there? I mean, what's the big deal about having that available? So. As David alluded to, you know, customers are increasingly looking for simpler ways to uh, manage and automate their consumption of infrastructure, and storage doesn't escape that. Ansible has been, become uh, a very popular platform for them to do that uh, for a few main reasons. Uh, one of them that David alluded to is that it's a, a common tool that can be used across storage, servers, and networking. Uh, it's available uh, in an open source way, so there's a large community of people out there that are providing, uh, that not only know how to use it, that are, but are providing uh, content in the form of uh, playbooks. Uh, the taxonomy of, uh, of uh, Ansible is that the building blocks are called modules, and those modules are assembled to make uh, uh, these uh, order of operation playbook routines to allow them to do um, almost uh, all of the day-to-day -day functions that they need to do in their environment. It's my understanding that we're doing something uh, new and you know important the week of October 1st. So what's the new thing that's coming for us here? So uh, we are going to be uh, uh, participating in Ansible's uh, large uh, annual event called uh, Ansible Fest, which is this year is going to be running in Austin, Texas. It's something that we're really excited to be participating in. Um, even though we've uh, already made a lot of these modules available to our customers to download today, this is an opportunity for us to, to feature them. We're going to be talking about them, showing customers what they can do, and we're going to be available to, uh, to meet with people and, uh, and highlight all the great work that the team has done uh, around, uh, around, the, uh, around the Ansible uh, uh, tool set. And we're going to be doing that uh, through uh, presentations, uh, demos, and in participation with a lot of activities that we've already that we've got planned with our uh, our partner Ansible. So, Justin, I actually have a, a session at Ansible Fest I'll be giving, and I hope people want to come here. And it really hits the nail on the head, I think, of why Ansible is important. It's it's called uh, NetApp and Ansible turning days into minutes. Um, so. 
you can really much quick at a much quicker pace configure your environment and then extend beyond it. And not to spoil it too much, so anybody who goes to my session and hears this will know the answer. But at the very end, I show a demo uh, that runs where it um, takes a practically non-functional cluster, it licenses it, it creates the disks, the aggregates, uh, data as a V server or a volume, goes through all these steps, and then also presents data to a host. So I go from a system that cannot present data to a host being able to access and already have that data connected in uh, one minute and 22 seconds. That seems like that would be very cool to do. <laughs> Especially when the before case was measured in hours. Yeah, hours I mean, that's, yeah, and nobody wants to sit there for hours or days trying to set something up. The average, the average time I was told is that it takes three days for someone to set up uh, a new ONTAP cluster. I don't know why, uh, but that's what they've been telling me. And, but with these Ansible modules, you can have a, uh, a template you're ready to use and literally have your entire system set and verified in minutes. And I've set up clusters before. It didn't take me three days. I mean, you can definitely not, you knock it out in a full day's work um, end to end. But, you know, sometimes there's interchangeable parts that need to be accounted for. There's other teams you have to work with. So if you get all that knocked out ahead of time, you can really save yourself a lot of time. Oh, I agree. It has to be some kind of internal policy that, that adds to that timing. One site told me two weeks, and I was floored. But yeah, so even with those policies, you can have all that, that uh, configuration into a playbook that everyone agrees on that handles every aspect and literally minutes. Pretty cool. So what about Insight? Are you doing anything at Insight this year? So uh, I am. I've got two sessions at Insight um, around Ansible. Uh, one focuses on things we can do with um, ONTAP. And if you see my Ansible Fest session, I'm not saying you can skip my ONTAP Insight session because I don't want you to, but it's, it, it's kind of the same thing. But we also have one focus on what we can do about element software and showing just how quick and how easy a lot of those um, element software, which runs our solid fire clusters and our HCI storage, um, how quick and easy you can have those as, as standardized um, workflows. And I also go into some tips and tricks to follow, and I show some real examples. It, it's aimed at people who already know Ansible, but even if you don't, you're going to come away knowing a lot more, and I think you'll be confident enough to make your own playbooks uh, when you move out of those sessions. Do you have any session numbers for those, or do we just need to add those to the show notes? Uh, we're going we're gonna to have to add those to the show notes. I don't have those right in front of me. Okay, that's fine. What about you, Larry? You got any Insight sessions? Or are you going to be in the booths? So I've got the privilege of being the track leader at Insight for our DevOps and Open Ecosystem track. The two sessions that David talked about are a part of that, uh, a part of that track. And in addition to that, uh, we're going to be feature in the in the track. We're going to be featuring sessions on. Trident, uh, on Red Hat, uh, on uh, a lot of the DevOps tools and, uh, and how we're uh, incorporating automation into those workflows. So there's going to be no shortage of activity. For, so we're uh, very excited about Insight this year and the fact that we've got all this new stuff to talk about uh, makes it even more exciting for us to be particip participating. Are you going to have any of the hands-on demos or are you going to do something like with the hands-on labs? Yeah, we're going to have a, 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 a booth location set up to, for demo, demonstrations on all of the things I just mentioned. Uh, we've also got uh, the sessions that David's talked about are very technical. Uh, they're, we're 
focusing this year to practitioners, uh, people that have a base under, uh, you know, a more than a base understanding of the products, so they're going to get a chance to see these demos. And we're setting aside time uh, to, uh, to be able to do one-on-ones with anyone who wants to spend time with us and understand how these tools fit into their NetApp environments. So we've got a lot planned. More importantly, um, what are the giveaways? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I was in, in control of that, but uh, this year I, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be all the, the, the NetApp goodness. Um, we've got the, the, the great appreciation event that's planned for this year. Uh, and in addition to that, we're also uh, hosting a special de uh, uh, DevOps day, uh, which uh, uh, the account teams can read about online. Uh, it's an invitation-only event that's focusing on a lot of the features that we're doing in the space, and uh, we're pretty excited to have it this year. I can tell you, Justin, at Ansible Fest, we're going to have those lovely stone coasters uh, that, uh, are so nice uh, with it say the pub logo and we're going to have some of the pub um, bottle openers the large um, the large scale kind that the professional bartenders like to use wow not that we're encouraging drinking but no no it's it could be used for soda it can a refreshing beverage any refreshing beverage you choose and coasters are universal I mean come on absolutely and these stone coasters are great all right. So what's next for Ansible and NetApp Incorporation? Well, what are we doing in the future? Is there something you can divulge? Sorry, I'm not sure about that. So, yeah, we've got quite a <laughs> few. Um, who was that? Who was that? That, that, was, uh, that was Alexa commenting. You, uh, the, Sorry, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, AI is taking over. Uh, so, David, continue. <laughs> um. We've got several things uh, we're working on um, to to solve some issues. Um, I would say uh, the big the big push we're we're trying to work on is, is going to be uh, more uh, day zero setup around um, element software storage with HCI, uh, just to make that process uh, even simpler than it is today. Um, we also are still constantly taking feedback from our end users. There's several additions to uh, some of our modules and how they work and what features they add uh, to it. Um, uh, one that I, I can I can say right now is we, we have a, a module to allow you to run commands when maybe the modules don't do exactly what you want. And in the 2.8 release and available even through our GitHub if you want it earlier than that will be the ability to change the um, privilege level those commands run at. So you'll be able to run them at Diag or Advanced or Admin, for those of you familiar with how you run those commands. Um, we're expanding out how um, cron schedules can be created to make those more built in. Uh, we're finding ways um, to add better um, item potency um, reporting to some of our modules. Uh, the way ONTAP works, some modules, even if they don't change anything, still run an ONTAP command, which sends back a, hey, something's been done. Uh, and we're working on capturing uh, all of those response codes to have those passed as okay so uh, that nothing shows changed when it wasn't actually. So not only is there some housekeeping stuff, um, but there's uh, um, also some, some new features we're working on for individual modules and then that element software push. Um, we're also working on some security changes and updates. We've heard a lot about that. I don't want to get too into that uh, right now, but we're really hoping to 
to meet those few outlanders that have said that we'd love to use your modules if only we did X. So we're working on that X. So it's so secure, it's top secret. Yes. Actually, I'm more worried won't be able to do it, and so I don't want to share it as much. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I, I wanted to say that. <laughs> I'm, general, I'm hoping everyone knows where to uh, to get access to the modules today. There, uh, we've talked about the hub, but I uh, just want to revisit that and make sure people know that they can go to netapp.io under the configuration management section, and if they uh, click on the Ansible tab, they'll have access to... Uh, the complete list of uh, the, the, the latest and greatest modules that we've delivered. There's 46 there for ONTAP and another 18 for, for Element Software. Uh, that's going to be the place where uh, content is going to be posted first. Um, the other thing is, uh, we're, as I may not have mentioned earlier, is we've already gone through two releases of this. Uh, back in May, uh, we did our first uh, publication of modules. Uh, those were then included with Ansible 2.6, which was released in July. The beginning of August, we did our next update, uh, which is going to be included in Ansible 2.7. And that's a cadence that you're going to see going forward. As we add new functionality uh, and new capabilities, well, we're working closely with the Ansible team to make sure that that gets rolled into the Ansible releases so that customers can have as close to a one-stop shopping experience as they want. Um, would have, but would also have the ability to reference both locations if they if they need uh, uh, if they prefer to get content from NetApp directly. And I would like to say that those uh, listeners who are comfortable with containers and want to give Ansible and the NetApp modules a try without maybe changing their environment, um, I I release a uh, pre-built container S C H M O T S one slash NetApp-Ansible, uh, and that's on the Docker Hub. Um, it's normally rebuilt every week with a new version to be the most up-to-date version of Ansible and NetApp modules, though Hurricane Florence has knocked that offline, but it will be back up um, probably by the time this, this blog post or this post comes out, this uh, podcast, that's what they're called, um, and that'll be then updating freshly each week with the most current release of Ansible and the most current release of the NetApp modules. Best part about all this is it's free. You could just go out and grab it. Nope. It's zero cost. Zero Justin. cost. Well, free implies no value. Well, zero cost, but it can cost you your time as you're setting it up. <laughs> it's inexpensive. It's very inexpensive. <laughs> it's it's very fast. It's it's very fast. I think this kind of goes back to why Ansible has become so popular. This is a an easy tool uh, for customers be, to be able to. Um, experiment and uh so the time to value is what's uh, i think a really important part of this so we're uh, that's one of the reasons uh, we've been investing so heavily in this and why customer demand has been so high yeah it's definitely making pe a lot of people's lives easier yeah and we, and we hear that on a daily basis and customers are very excited uh that we've been doing this uh we've got uh, dozens of them using it already uh we're uh, anticipating a big bump with the promotion at Ansible Fest, so uh, the timing for this uh, couldn't be better. And we're working on some getting started blogs and, and short videos, so people who really want some 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 nitty gritty examples and 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 steps to walk them through getting started, those will be available soon uh, via uh, netapp.io. Come see us at Insight. Uh, we're accessible on the Slack channel. Uh, we're, uh, you know, 
we really like customer input on this. It's been a great uh, it's been a great process that, that we've had in place, and it's been helping drive. Um, uh, I think a lot of the the, the, the the high level of interest and adoption because the team is so engaged. So there's lots of ways to come and see us uh, and uh, start using the modules. They're great. All right, David, Lawrence, thanks so much for joining us today and telling us all about what's new with Ansible and NetApp. Uh, again, Ansible Fest coming up this coming week as of the podcast being released. And uh, also, if you want to find David or Lawrence, you can find them on the Slack channel. You can get at netapp.io. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netup.com or send us a tweet at netup. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank David Blackwell and Lawrence Berker for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.